Before we begin this episode, we would first of all like to thank all of our listeners for their endless support. We would also like to invite you to visit us on our website at www.preptgrind.com where you can gain access to all of our pre-PT Grind platforms as well as your own pre-PT Grind ebook, free ebook, titled The Top 10 Tips to Get into PT School. Our purpose with current and future content is to provide you with everything you need to be a stellar DPT school candidate. We look forward to serving you more and more. Enjoy the rest of this episode. Hello, how are you doing? My name is Joseph Googie, and this is... How you doing, guys? Casey Coleman. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And we are both the co-founders of Pre-PT Grind, where we help pre-physical therapy students get into physical therapy school without wasting time or money. Every single Thursday night, we come on live to talk about real topics for pre-physical therapy students, questions by pre-physical therapy students to make sure that you are you know, receiving everything that you really need to succeed and thrive in this amazing journey towards becoming physical therapists. It's a great, like it's an amazing profession. And because of that, we have chosen to pour into you as a pre-PT. We have chosen to pour into um, everything that you're about, um, your mission, your passions, and more. And tonight's topic is 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 a very relevant one, a very relevant one. Um, we've spoken on something similar to this before, but not in this way. Um, uh, quite recently, there was an you know there was a conversation that essentially you know really laid the groundwork for this and and what we're going to talk about tonight. Uh, but our topic tonight is: What do I do? when I am drowning as a pre-physical therapy student? What do I do when I am drowning as a pre-physical therapy student? And honestly, so let's let's define drowning. Let's define drowning. Obviously, we know what that means it, you know, when pertaining to water, but drowning feels as though you're just being so consumed by something that you almost don't feel like you have any room to breathe or have no idea what to do next. And, and, and so for a lot of pre-PTs, that does vary. It does vary. So let's go through a few examples. As a pre-PT, you could be drowning by, you know, academic drowning, where you feel so consumed and overwhelmed by what you are experiencing in your current classes or uh, the application process. You feel like you have so many schools to choose from. You feel like so many things are not going your way, whether it's, you know, in the submission process, you feel as though, man, like I'm, I'm trying to get these things lined up, but, you know, I'm not having, you know, the therapists that need to, you know, submit their, you know, their letters of recommendation or, you know, you know, to clear my hours. These things are just not working out. I feel like I'm drowning. Academic drowning, right? That's one aspect of drowning where you just feel as though you're just like fighting, fighting, trying everything you can to just pour into it. But you just feel like you're drowning. Then there's another type of drowning. This drowning happens a little earlier in the journey. Sometimes it happens while you're applying. This is when you are battling against different types of advice. And now what that looks like is, well, um, like on the one hand, there is, you know, my my close friends um, who are telling me that I should be doing A, B, C, D. My close friends who are telling me, hey, um, this is what I've been working on. This is what I've been doing to make sure that I'm getting into PT school. So this is what you have to do. There's advice coming from other clinicians saying, hey, this is what you need to do because it's what I did and it worked, so you have to do it. Then there's advice coming from family members who love us, 
who have a lot of, uh, you know, like they want to see us do well. Uh, you know, uh, close close relatives, close friends, people that just love us and want to do everything in their power to make sure that we receive everything we need to do well. So there is that time. But now we get overwhelmed. Now we feel like we are drowning based on advice or information. So we don't even know who to listen to anymore. That last drowning is actually the birth of what is not pre-PT grind. I had way too many classmates at the time that I was a sophomore that were just drowning from that. They were drowning from the fact that they were being told one thing by their PT advisor, another thing by their family members, another thing by PT students that had already gotten into PT school, another thing by other people that had nothing to do with the profession, maybe a professor and so on and so forth, to the point where some of them either pulled the plug or were told to do it. And so I, I fully recognize and Casey fully recognizes that right now there are a lot of different avenues of information, whether it's online, whether it's on the websites for a PT program, whether it's in different forums, everyone has advice. That's why it's one of the freest things you can ever get from anybody is advice. We all have it to give. I can give you advice on, shoot, I if I didn't know anything about soccer, I could still give you advice on whether your kick looks like it sucked or not. I don't know nothing about the game, but I can give it to you because I have I have an opinion, right? If I didn't know anything about you know uh, you know like sales or I don't know anything about you know uh, playing cards or whatever, I can give you advice. But at the end of the day, does it really matter if I if I don't understand it? No. So now we have to ask ourselves, we have those different types of drownings that we're talking about, and they're the ones that are actually limiting a lot of pre-PTs from ever fully getting across the finish line. Because if I can't figure out where I'm going, if I can't narrow down what voice I'm listening to and find the right one for me, then I'm either going to just keep moving in different directions based on who's talking to me at that given moment, or I'm going to do nothing about it because sometimes, well, being overwhelmed leads to indecision, which means being overwhelmed leads to me not doing anything or just being paralyzed, right? Where you're just like, shoot, there's so much stimulus. I don't know what to do. So I'm just going to do nothing until I figure it out. And so what ends up happening is that that starts becoming the avenue that most pre-PTs are going through. And honestly, like it, it sucks. It sucks. It sucks to feel that. It sucks to feel like you really can't go to anybody or you really can't figure it out. And it, it's confusing too when you just don't know how, how to best, you know, just like handle certain situations, how to best handle applications, how to best handle what schools to apply to, how to best handle like how to handle failures, right? I mean, uh, like who who listening has ever, you know, not passed their GRE? Like who who listening has never has ever, you know, not gotten accepted into a program, not passed a class. And then you start thinking to yourself, well, shoot, well, I was told such and such by my family member. Well, maybe they're right. Maybe I should pull the plug. I mean, maybe I shouldn't apply to PT school. It's drowning. You can't breathe. I'll tell you right now that if you don't figure out how to navigate this whole job, which is what we're about to talk about, is how, like, what to do when I am drowning. If we can't figure it out, if we can't figure out what to do when we are drowning as pre-physical therapy students, applying and, and really, uh, uh, you know, trying to get into one of the greatest professions that I believe is in existence right now, then honestly, there will be many pre-PTs that hold themselves back from ever getting in.
from ever having a chance to get into the profession. I just had a call with the free PT about 30 minutes ago who told me, she was like, Joseph, um, there's a few things I'm going through right now, but I can honestly tell you that I really don't see myself going any other direction. I, if I, re if I picked any other profession and I got into it, I can honestly tell you right now, I'd, I'd immediately regret it because I'd feel like I'm shortcutting myself. And, and a lot of people don't have that level of necessity for physical therapy, but maybe you do. And you just like, like maybe silence it or try to tell yourself, no, you know, maybe this is the safer route. Maybe, maybe I wasn't meant for PT. If you want it, go get it. But Casey, how do we handle it? Like, what do we do when we are drowning? We just hit a few different, you know, definitions for drowning for a pre-PT. How do we handle that? What do we do when we are drowning as pre-PT students? Yeah, ask yourself, like, what are you drowning in? We talked about that, you know, just a few minutes ago. We talked about, you know, all the PT cast stuff, other people. Um, do an audit for yourself and, and try to understand you yourself. What are, what are you drowning in? So that's, that's number one. Then the next is I was actually a, a certified lifeguard from 2014 to 16. Yeah. Uh, it was a class, you know, at Andrews University, took it. I thought it was going to be an easy little, you know, PE credit, whatever we had to do. It was a rough <laughs> class. To get that certificate, they really make sure you know how to save somebody. So one of the biggest things that, you know, um, goes along with this topic today is one of the things we learned as a lifeguard is, one of the worst things you can do when mm. you're drowning, when you're saving someone, is panic. Mm. A lot of you might be panicking right now. Mm. So one of the worst things you can do when you feel like you're drowning, whether literal drowning, what we learned in lifeguarding class, yeah. or homework, GPA, re, observation panic. hour, is to panic. It's mm. the worst thing you can do because what are you doing when you're panicking? You're using up your energy stores. You're using up your oxygen in an inefficient way. And, okay. and, you know, in regards to this whole PT CAS application, PT school application, you're using up inefficiently valuable time in an mm. inefficient way. So in, in reality, when you're drowning in water, when you panic, you're using up your oxygen stores. In relation to this PT CAS journey or this uh, pre-PT school journey, you're using up valuable time. When you're panicking, mm. you're using that time to panic yeah. And you can be using it to finish whatever you have to do, to send those emails, yeah. to take some time for yourself, um, to spend time with your family, to write that essay. You're using up valuable resources when you're panicking about drowning. So you have to figure out what you're drowning in. Have you guys ever mm -hmm. seen those funny videos when somebody's drowning and all they had to do was stand up? Yeah. You have to figure out if you're drowning in three feet of water or if you're really really if this is really truly something you have to take into consideration because oh. i feel like a lot of you might be drowning in just three feet of water yes sir. I'm, not, I'm not discounting what you're going through because we've been through it before but being on the other side um i don't want to say it's not that big a deal because it is it's very real you have to go through these things but you have to audit yourself that's why i started mm. with that figure out what you're drowning in is it really just man i got some essays to do and I just wasn't efficient with my time. And now I feel like I'm drowning, but really all I gotta do is stand up, write those essays and move on. Yep. So you gotta figure out what you're drowning in, then figure out if you just have to stand up or if you really have to swim mm. or if you need to ask someone for help. That's why we're here. That's why you can reach out to other people. So those are, those are some big things there. Then if you're in PT school currently, 
I got a message um, last night about somebody who's feeling overwhelmed, who's in their first year of PT school right now. Mm. Uh, if you're feeling overwhelmed right now, you have to do the same thing and realize a year before that you wanted this so bad. You were in our group, you were calling us, you were messaging us like, man, if I could just get into PT school, I would do everything. Well, now, now you're here. Hmm. What are you going to do about it? Are you going to stand up or are you going to swim? Or are hmm. you just going to cop out and fail, like, fail out like other people have? Hmm. So those are things you have to take into consideration. If you feel like you're drowning, write it down. You know, what, it, what really is it? Is it really your fault? Is it things you can't control? Um, then after that, what do you do then? You got to either stand up or swim. So that's my two takes on it, you know, two cents on it, just from my, you know, lifeguarding uh, experience, that little analogy there. Yeah. And I love it. And, and so the question is tonight, are you drowning? Are you drowning as a pre-physical therapy student? Cool. Now that you've answered that question, and I want you, you can either answer it, you know, in the comments, or you can answer it to yourself. But are you drowning? But even better, what Casey just said, are you drowning in, in the deep end or are you drowning in, you know, two or three feet of water? Understand that and understand that even as you're drowning, let's say it's informational drowning. What's, what's your next like course of action? What's it going to be? Because obviously, if I realize that I'm drowning in three feet of water, well, my next course of action is not to keep drowning. Clearly, I can do something about it. I'm going to stand up. So if, if, if you're drowning in, in just the, the, the overwhelming process of just having so many people just feed you intel or information, whether it's family or friends or colleagues, or okay, figure out, one, who's actually where I'm trying to go? Like, can we figure that out first? Because to be honest with you, I don't mean this to sound disrespectfully, but really, if if you're getting advice on a journey, you should be getting it from someone that's already gotten to where you're trying to go. If I'm trying to get to the NBA, I'm not going to get advice on someone that knows nothing about the NBA or has never been to and is only a fan. Does that make sense? I'm going to get some advice from either an NBA coach or an NBA player. Actually, no. Better yet, an NBA player, because they actually understand the process of how to get there or what they did. I can better understand the story. And honestly, I might listen to it and be like, yo, listen, so listen, I'm not that dedicated. So now I realize what it takes. It's not my it's not my fight. Or you might realize, oh wow, okay, I can do that. Let me actually put in that effort and see what happens. But you have to figure out like who am I listening to? Am I drowning? Can I actually control that? Can I stand in that water? Can I figure out who to listen to? This is now what you would call a mentor, right? Like, can I find somebody that emulates everything that I am trying to be? And if I can figure that out, now I'm not talking just the fact they're a physical therapist. Look at how they love their job. If they hate it, well, clearly that's not exactly what you, now, now if you want to be a PT that doesn't like their job, okay, do you, but that's not the case for most pre-PTs. We want to be satisfied with our careers. We want to feel as though we did right by our families, by ourselves and so on. And so you really want to identify and find out who, what, like, who is where I am striving to be. And if you can identify that, then go for that person. Look for them. Ask them questions. Interview them. 
Take your stand up out of the water. Stop drowning in three feet of water. If it's academic, figure out like what what is it about this process that's overwhelming me? Is it the fact that I'm paying too much attention to everybody else rather than myself? Or am I really just confused and I still need to find that person that's actually been through this before? Whatever it is, you don't need to drown as a pre-PT. Drowning as a pre-PT at this point, well, I've, at least if you've listened to this, it's a choice now. Mm. It's a choice now. And so whereas it might feel like it's out of your control, it's actually now fully in your control. Do something about it. Stand in the water. It's only three feet deep. All right? And so once you figure that out, then make that move, whether that's reaching out to us because we are where you're wanting to go, whether it's reaching out to someone locally that is there, whether it's reaching out to someone virtually who is there, you know, make that happen. But that has to be your question. Who has my point B? If I'm at point A, who has my point B? And if they don't have your point B, to be honest, you really don't have any business listening to them about that process. They don't know anything about it. Mm. All they have is an opinion. Does that make sense? And so that's that's it. If you can figure that out, then you'll start realizing that, hmm, feels like I'm drowning, but in reality, I don't need to be. Mm. At this point, if you're still drowning after this, you're choosing to be John. Mm. All right. Have a great rest of your evening. We'll see you on the next pre-PT chat live. Reach out to us at contactpreptgrind.com if you have any questions, if you're like, yeah, okay. All right, we got a question. Yeah. Is there any sense of drowning or pressure after graduating PT school when you're on your first day on the job? Is there any sense of drowning or pressure? Or do you feel like you're drowning after you're done? Well, okay. So so that's a it's a really good question. So Initially, when you're going into any new area, you're always going to feel like it's it's foreign to you, right? So when I played basketball in high school, my first day of practice, I nearly vomited, all right? Now, was I nearly vomiting all season long? No. But when I realized that I had not conditioned myself over summer and got to my first day of, you know, you know basketball practice and coach was having us run two miles before we even touched the basketball and did drills and everything and just... I, I was out of shape. Like if y'all saw, so somebody go into Joseph's. Like go look, <laughs> go look at my Facebook page. I'm giving you permission oh, no. to creep on me the right now. Go into my face. Yo, you already know. Go into <laughs> my Facebook page and just type in Joseph's Googie J O S E S N G U G I. It's right below the screen. And I want you to actually go into like my profile pictures. Go into my cover photos. Just scroll back. You'll see how chub Joseph's was. And so that was me. Like try, now, I got in shape real quick. Right. But at the same time, I had to realize like that was what it was going to be the first time because it was foreign to me. So that is just a transition process. First day of high school is pretty tough. First day of college. Well, unless you went unless they eased you in, it was pretty tough. First day of PT school. Mm-hmm. Like you, like I got into PT school. My first day, I was like, yo, what did I sign up for? I was yep. like, shoot, this ain't college anymore. This is the big kids now. Right. <laughs> But I got acclimated to it, and so did Casey, and so will you. And so if it's your first day of being a PT, okay, like, don't, don't, don't get stressed by that. That feeling of just kind of, like, like being very, very clouded and just not understanding, you know, how things will flow, that's just a natural, by, like, like, process of just doing that. But everything will slow down for you. The more effort you put into it, you might have to put in more work. 
Um, obviously, you want to communicate better. You want to reach out to all the people locally. It's the same concept. You still got to figure yeah. out who, 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 who has your point B. If you're drowning then, okay, so you're drowning, fine. How do I get out of it? For me, how I did it, because right now, I'm, I, I'd say I'm pretty confident as a clinician. I had to find people locally that were at my point B. And I had to learn. And I was watching it. I was like, okay, that's the kind of PT I want to be. I see that level of confidence. I see how much they care for that person. I see how they direct the court. Okay, cool. That's what I want to be. And so I emulated someone in particular um, locally. And that's how now as the clinic director where I am, that's how I carry things out based on what I saw. It's the same thing. Whenever we're drowning, we're usually only drowning three feet deep. Even as yeah. a new grad physical therapist, even as a pre-PT, even as a student who is in their first day of PT school, it's only ever three feet deep. And so once you realize that, the faster you can find the person who has your point B, the faster you can figure out what that point B even looks like, the better for you. And if you're, if you're, if you, if you've seen those videos before, you know, the people drowning in the three feet of water and you see them slip in and they can't find anything to hold on to, and in this analogy, you can just try, you know, being grateful for what you have. If you can't reach, if you can't, you know, see anybody there to help you, if you need something to hold on, hold on to your gratitude. I, I know it sounds cliche, Ooh, but in all honesty, even, even now, like once I start working in like a week or two, I'm just going to be, even if I feel like I'm drowning, I'm just going to be so grateful that I'm going to be getting a paycheck that these patients are coming to see me, that somebody even offered me a job, that I got through PT school, even where you are right now. Hey, be grateful that you have a laptop to apply to PT school for, that you can sign a waiver, even if you're struggling financially. If not, you got the money to apply to PT school, that you have resources online to help you. If you feel like you're drowning, reach out, use your own, your own gratitude. Be grateful for what you already have. And that will help you catch your footing. That will help you grab onto something because it is so real. Once you make that mind switch, be like, man, okay, yeah, I got a lot of stuff to do. Yeah. But even if I'm in PT school right now, I'm so grateful I got into PT school. Even mm -hmm. if I'm still applying, man, I'm so grateful I got this pen to freaking write this essay or write my application. No truth. Hey, it's, it's just so crazy how things shift. If you just use that small strategy, however cliche, it sounds that thing works. So if you feel like you're drowning, even if it, you know, usually is three feet of water or three feet of whatever, use that. Use that simple strategy of, of gratitude. Figure out what you're drowning in. Hey, stand up. We got you. We're here. If you need a hand, we'll help you swim along, you know, walk along that path. Um, but in all honesty, uh, you'll get through it. You you will. Just stand up. Just stand up. Got so it. use it. Use that gratitude. We 100% believe in you believe in you there's no reason for us to come on camera all the time there's no reason for us to drop podcasts all the time there's no reason for us to get on calls and invest so much into you if we don't believe in you uh pre-pt students are literally where really everything in the profession is going um and if we don't invest in you then I don't know many people that that would do it at this level. And, and it's because we just love seeing pre-PTs win, but more so we just love seeing where pre-PTs will be going, which is you and your future. And one of the biggest things that you can learn right now is how to stand up in that three feet of water. If you can figure that out, then I, I mean, I can tell you right now that there are 
numerous thousands of clinicians that don't know how to do that. That don't know how to figure out how to get their footing when they're sliding and drowning. That don't know how, I, I mean, you'll see it manifested in, in just, just burnout and frustration and, you know, like this, just this level of dissatisfaction with what PT looks like. But Casey just hit it. Casey just said the whole thing is one coming to it and, 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 and coming into it with such a high level of gratitude for absolutely everything that you've been given that that completely changes your outlook. That's, that's the goggles that you're looking through. That's the goggles. But then now realizing that now, okay, okay, so I'm drowning. I have to figure out who can help me out of this. Who can help me? Who can help me stand up? Who can help me figure out how to put one foot in front of the other and stand myself up out of this three feet of water? Who has my point B? If you're grateful, just be very grateful for absolutely everything. When you didn't pass your GRE, be grateful that you had the opportunity to even drive to that GRE. You had the opportunity to even prepare for that GRE. When you didn't get accepted into PT school, the fact that you had the opportunity to actually go at it again, mm, actually fight wow. for something you want. How many, how many times do we go, you know, like, you know, smooth sailing through classes and, you know, feeling like we did pretty well in undergrad and then, you know, come through this process like, man, but I was a smart student, but, but I have a 3.7 GPA, but I got this, that, and the other, like, why am I taking it a second time? Why, why my classmates get their GR? Okay, cool. Well, maybe it's your first time to actually figure out what you're willing to fight for and put in some work for. So be grateful for the opportunity to actually put in work for what you want. Be grateful. When you don't get accepted into a program, well, be grateful because that might have not been the program for you. That might have not been the program where you are meant to serve, where you are meant to, to meet the right classmates for you to actually end up being where you need to be. Three of the closest friends that I had all throughout my journey, especially when I was in physical therapy school, people that I met because of the school that I went to. I could have gone to any other school. I could have gone mm. to a school where I didn't have to shovel snow during the winter. Like it was cold, like freaking seven months out of the year. Does that sure. make sense? But because I went there, good things happened. So be grateful. I mean, heck, my fiance was supposed to go to a completely different school in Washington state. Last Bro. minute, last minute, Bro. something changed up literally within like days slash weeks. Something changed up. Her best friend ends up going to the university that I was at. So she mm. switches her whole plans and doesn't go to Washington, comes to Andrews University in Bering Springs, wow. Michigan. I get to meet her and I'm going to be marrying her in a few months. Gratitude. Mm. She wow. didn't want that. No. I wonder how many people have that story though. Yeah. That's the point. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, just be grateful. Be grateful, be grateful, and then figure out who has my point B, who has it. If you have listened to this whole thing, and if you have not, go and listen to the whole thing again when we finish this. But if you have listened to this whole thing and you're saying, I have been drowning, I'm listening and I'm like, yo, I have been drowning. We've given you the key to stop drowning. At this point, if you're still drowning, it's your choice. You've made the choice. It's not anybody else. It's no longer your mother. It's no longer your father. It's no longer your classmates. They can't be to blame. It's not PT cast, even when they tripping sometimes. It's not the programs you're applying to. It's not your advisor. It's not your teacher. It's not your best friend. It's not your employer. It's none of them. It's you. 
only you can stand up. The reason when we are drowning in three feet of water, the only person that can stand up is us. If anybody else stands up for us, we keep drowning. Huh. You're the only person that can stand up. And that's it. If you can figure that out, man, I, I don't know what can stop you. I don't know what can stop you. There's a lot of, there's a lot of drowning that I did as an undergrad, as a pre-PT, as a PT student, even as a clinician to begin with. There's a lot of drowning that I did. And even in those scenarios, even when I was drowning, she knows, she knows. Like I, I got into, like I got in my head pretty, pretty heavily, a lot, a lot. About my second year of PT school, I've said it. My second year of PT school, I sat it down. I was like, yo, I feel like I took somebody else's seat. I'm not meant to be in this program. Imposter syndrome, where you just don't feel like you belong in the particular program that you are in. Mm-hmm. I was drowning. And I almost let myself just go. Like, I almost just gave up. Now, if I gave up, wh- what does it look like, Joseph? What does it look like if, if Joseph gives up and and keeps drowning. Well, Joseph and Casey keep talking about, you know, well, you know, in the future, you have patients waiting for you. Okay, let me paint for you a picture of what it looks like. Well, first of all, second year of PT school, if I pull the plug, what does that look like for me? Well, it looks like me not going into a profession that I actually have passion about. So my level of happiness, and I'm a pretty hype person, like my level of happiness goes downhill. Two, there's a good chance that the amount of care that I would have been able to pour into my fiance would have gone down as well because my level of satisfaction with life would have also diminished. She would have been very supportive, but I it would have affected a lot of things. Number three, I don't sit, I'm in the clinic right now where I work, where I'm the clinical director. I don't get to be here right now. Number four, I don't get to be in Florida currently. Number five, I don't get to be one of the co-founders of Pre-PT Grind. Number six, I don't get to be on this call with you really pouring life into you and just giving you the level of encouragement that we just want you to have. I don't get to get on the calls, on the seven calls I got on yesterday with pre-PTs. I don't get to get on the power calls that I had right before this call and the one I have right after this call with pre-physical therapy students that are passionate, that are fighting, that are frustrated because I wasn't willing to stand up in my own three feet of water. You stopping yourself from drowning affects too many people for you to keep drowning. So you got to figure it out. You got to figure it out. So if you're drowning, one, be grateful. Don't be grateful for the drowning. Be grateful for everything around you. And that actually changes the binoculars by which you're looking through. And then number two, figure out who has your point B. If you figure that out, then just follow exactly what they did. Listen to them. Seek their counsel because many times we're looking at too many different people, too many different voices that just drown out our ability to actually learn how to put one foot in front of the other and stand up out of the water and stop drowning. I had to figure it out. And so do you. So like we said, if you have any questions, reach out to us at contactpreptground.com. We'll be more than happy to just talk to you, interact with you, help you in any way possible. But really at this point, let there just not be any more excuses for whether, whether, whether drowning is acceptable or not. Now, will it be hard? Will there be times where you kind of revert back to those feelings? Well, of course, I had plenty of those. The fact that I stopped drowning during my second year of pizza school doesn't mean I stopped drowning again. It happened again later that year. It happened again in my third year. It happened during this first year of being a physical therapist. The challenges just vary. 
but the but the but the clues success leaves clues the clues are always the same and the more you do that the better you get at it and the more now you're able to help other people who are in the same situation other people who are struggling other people who are drowning and that's how you stop drowning as a pre-pd so we hope you found this valuable once again reach out to us at contact preptground.com if you have any questions and we'll be more than happy to serve you and take care of you have a great rest of your evening. Many blessings and see you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Pre-PT Grind podcast. This show has been brought to you by the Pre-PT Success Program, a program designed to take Pre-PT students and help them become excellent DPT school candidates without wasting years of frustration during the application process. To learn and master Pre-PT Grind's six-step process that will get you into physical therapy school, the Pre-PT Success Program is exactly what you have been looking for. Reach out to us at contactpreptgrind.com, aka our Facebook Messenger. And thank you once again for joining us on this episode. We look forward to seeing you next week on the Pre-PT Grind podcast.